Hello, friends, and welcome to 1,000 Words, Stories on the Way. My name is Matthew Clark, and this is day two of our walk together with Jesus through Holy Week. Today, he makes his way to the temple where he cleans house, and uh, we're being asked to look at an angry, wrathful Jesus in his fierce face. I haven't really thought about this before today, but part of the complexity of Holy Week is making room for God's anger. How does it harmonize with his humility? What is he angry about? Did he lose his temper? Uh, Temperance is one of the classical virtues, and it means to have the appropriate amount of everything in right relationship to everything else. So did he lose his grip on temperance? Or did he rightly engage anger in the correct and right proportion to address an evil? Psalm 10 begins by saying, Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you pay no attention during times of trouble? The wicked arrogantly chase the oppressed. The oppressed are trapped by the schemes the wicked have dreamed up. And the same psalm ends with, Lord, you have heard the request of the oppressed. You make them feel secure because you listen to their prayer. You defend the fatherless and the oppressed so that mere mortals may no longer terrorize them. His father's house was to be a house of prayer, and this scene proves Jesus was listening He's come to bring terror to those who terrorize. And the light of his face here is like a consuming fire, terrible to behold. But we must behold it if we are to be cleansed ourselves. For we are each little temples where Jesus means to dwell by the Holy Spirit, who is also a flame. And the church is a temple made of little temples. She is both an oppressed bride to be fought for, and a corrupt temple to be ransacked and reclaimed. That's not the most comfortable thought to me at first, but I'd hate to imagine the alternative, a passive, apathetic Lord, who, if he keeps watch at all, hardly raises an eyebrow when the people he claims to love are endangered. This Lord loves so deeply He would take up a whip against our enemies and take a brutal whipping from his own. So here's where we are in our story. Jesus wept over the people who've rejected him, entered the city he built to short-lived praise, and now he confronts the wellspring of Jerusalem, her unholy heart, which is guarded and indwelt only by thieving oppressors. Luke 19, 45-48 Then Jesus entered the temple courts and began to drive out those who were selling things there, saying to them, It is written, My house will be a house of prayer, but you? have turned it into a den of robbers. Jesus was teaching daily 
in the temple courts. The chief priests and the experts in the law and the prominent leaders among the people were seeking to assassinate him. But they could not find a way to do it, for all the people hung on his words. I don't remember what I said that day back in high school, but I'm ashamed to tell you it was something cruel. My poor mom had probably just been practicing some element of basic good parenting, but I wasn't having it. Whatever it was that that original conversation was about, I was a blunt instrument, ready to smash through anyone who got in the way of what I wanted. And I chose as my bludgeon cutting words of pure meanness. I'm thankful I don't remember them, or what the conflict was even about. Here's what I do remember. Later that day, I was sitting on my bed in my room when I heard my father's characteristic footsteps coming down the hall, but faster than usual. The door flew open and my dad was transfigured into a consuming fire. He burst into flames. He grew up a Mississippi farmer and at that time was around 60, and stronger than I'll ever be, or ever have been. His voice boomed and expanded to fill that room with righteous fury, and I flailed and cried in astonishment and terror at the glory of his wrath. Let me be clear, my dad is in no way an out-of-control individual, nor is he a violent or habitually angry person. This was an outstanding occasion. That day, his beloved bride had been treated cruelly, and my insults against my mother had been, to him, like a flaming arrow shot into a haystack, and he became a pillar of fire. I've seen people get angry, and explode for all kinds of reasons, most of them selfish. Someone said anger is a good signal that something we care about has been threatened. It shows us what matters to us and urges us to protect things that need protecting. Sometimes we care mostly about our pride, or we want to keep some power scheme in place that benefits us, even though it's not right. Other times, like the one I'm describing with my dad, the wrath is holy, because wickedness has been done against what God loves and desires to protect. In that way, wrath itself really can be the unveiling of a terrific glory. How long does it take for an experienced craftsman like Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph, to make a whip out of cords. I don't know, honestly. I'll speculate an hour to obtain the materials and tie them together while thinking about what he was going to do. Jesus had adrenal glands, synapses, muscle, blood, and bone. Sometimes anger makes the body almost vibrate and burn as it gathers, as the barometer spikes. Jesus had time, in other words. When he bursts into the temple, this is not an impulsive act. It's a careful, deliberate thing. 
Zealous and jealous are two words that come from the same root and generally have to do with a husband's desire to protect the reputation of his wife. When in the Old Testament God says he's a jealous God, it means he's fighting for his marriage to Israel. It means he cares more about her well-being than she does. When I insulted my mom, she cried, I'm sure, but her response was nothing like the zealous response I witnessed in my dad. So here's where we are. Yesterday Jesus entered the holy city of Jerusalem. And today he goes straight to its sickened heart, the temple. And he absolutely wrecks it in his careful, deliberate wrath. Remember today, Jesus is no timid, passive-aggressive, apathetic bystander. Understand that the humility that accepts a crown of thorns without raising his voice or moving a pinky finger in self-defense is the same humility that weaves a whip of wrath ready to defend the ones this king has bound to himself with cords of loving-kindness. Cleansing the temple. Come to your temple here with liberation and overturn these tables of exchange. Restore in me my lost imagination. Begin in me for good the pure change. Come as you came, an infant with your mother, that innocence may cleanse and claim this ground. Come as you came, a boy who sought his father, with questions asked and certain answers found. Come as you came this day, a man in anger, unleash the lash that drives a pathway through. Face down for me the fear, the shame, the danger. Teach me again to whom my love is due. Break down in me the barricades of death and tear the veil in two with your last breath. I had a vision so lovely of the tender taken in and given hope But you pray on the people Till the prayers of my people fill your pockets up You're collecting the toll at the door to my house You sell off my children and you threaten my spouse I saw the Lion of Judah leaping up from the steps And the tables were turning and the temple was wrecked so the Son of God, like a column of fire, He was leading the nations, He was opening the door, and with a heart burning brightly, till it burst into flames, He drew a line in the dust, where the reign of terror is.
have a prayer But the time draws near When the house of God Will be the hearts of men To you robbers who've made this temple your den There'll be no stone left on another And your roof is caving in Tables were turning and the temple was wrecked. I saw the Son of God like a column of fire. He was leading the nations, he was opening the door with a heart burning brightly till it burst into flames. He drew a line in the dust where the reign of terror ends. Collect for Monday in Holy Week. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through the same, thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.